Hello, my beloveds. This is Catherine LaRange with the My Dead Dragon podcast. And as always, I am so honored that you choose to tune in. And it just makes my day when you reach out. So please continue to do that and know that it matters to me. It matters to me and you matter to me. And so today I am super excited to have this conversation with Amy Wade, who is the certified life coach, mind, body, spirit practitioner, Reiki master teacher, angel card reader, and 200 hour yoga teacher. And Amy's life experiences drove her to use alcohol as a means of coping with her emotions. And with the information she gained from taking the certification courses, she actually learned how to heal those painful emotions and release her addiction. And now Amy's desire is to help guide women in feeling empowered as they navigate their own emotional healing journeys with the intention of being confident in living a spiritual based life with a powerful sense of self-love. So Amy, thank you for being here. And can you can you share your story and kind of um, tell me how you got to where you are now? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. Um, my story begins with abandonment. My mom got pregnant at 19. And when her boyfriend found out she was pregnant, he left. Um mm. So, uh, doing the best she knew how to do, she, um, needed to provide for us. So she didn't, she didn't choose the best relationship. So Mm. I had two, uh, mentally and emotionally abusive stepfathers. Um, so I didn't have a a good, um, role model for self-love or self-care or nurturing Mm. or anything like that. Um, and then when I was 14, I was molested. Mm. And um, all that, excuse me, all that contributed to a lot of anger, a lot of uh, lack of trust, Mm -hmm. Um, didn't uh, just didn't know what to do with that emotion. Mm. And when I um, was in my mid 20s, I just turned to alcohol, Mm -hmm. alcohol, actually, because I have an introverted background, um, alcohol actually allowed me to drop that. Mm. introverted facade mm-hmm. and um, laugh and have fun. Mm. And I felt loved and accepted by the people I was with. Mm. So it was a great time. I had a great time when I was yeah. drunk. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, I knew my body couldn't sustain that type of living mm. and I had a son. Mm. So from the time I was molested, I really, and now at 14, I really questioned every, almost every day, is this what life is about? Mm. Is this what we're supposed to do is have these experiences and live until we die? Mm. That didn't make sense to me. Mm. Also at 14 is when I start having um, suicidal thoughts almost daily. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know how to escape any of that. I didn't understand yeah. life. I didn't have, I wasn't brought up in any kind of a, you know, like a religious upbringing, Mm -hmm. any tight knit type of connection. Mm -hmm. So the alcohol was the, the, the cure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Until it wasn't, it sounds like. Until it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, you know, I knew I couldn't live, continue living that type of life with having a son Mm -hmm. and my son, um, 
you know, asking myself the questions, how am I supposed to love him if I don't even know how to love myself? Mm. How did you know that you didn't know how to love yourself? Just through what I was doing, through my behaviors, my, uh. the, the, it was the hangovers, waking up mm. every day with the hangover and still going to work and thinking, this isn't, this isn't the life that I, I don't, I really didn't believe this was the life I signed up for. Hmm. And this is the direction I should be going. I had a, all my life, well, not all my life, but earlier in my teens, there was just something this, my spirit was talking to me. I didn't know that at the time. Mm. I didn't know anything about what spirit was until I was yeah. like 28. Yeah. Um, but something in me just said, you know, just keep going, keep showing up. Mm. And I would just say that over and over. I didn't, it wasn't me saying it though. I knew it wasn't me saying it. Um, but keep going, keep showing up. And of course I was like, what the hell am I showing up for? Cause yeah. this makes, this sucks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> showing up for this. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So, um, um you know, at 28, I, uh, somebody handed me a book called, um, the other side and back by Sylvia Brown, hmm. which really opened up a huge door for me of spirituality, um, spirit world, um, hypnotherapy, past lives, mm. you know, all, and it's, it just totally made sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. 100% made sense to me. Mm. And I started a journey down uh, doing some energy work. Mm -hmm. um, that was prompted by a psychic medium, mm. who I befriended after about three years. Every time I met with her, she said, you're a healer. Um, you need to be helping people. And I was like, no way. This is mm -hmm. not happening, especially mm -hmm. as somebody who's an introvert. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want the responsibility of, of, you know, being in that energy of other people and telling them, um, you know, here's what's wrong with you and here's how we fix it. Because I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to fix me. So, yeah. Um, but after about three years, she really gave me a stern talking to and said, you, this is your calling. This is something you have to step into. Hmm. Um, and it started there. It started with energy work and being in people's energy, learning to read their energy, feel into it, being an empath. Like these were things I had no clue whatsoever <laughs> what they were. <laughs> so, you know, just that journey of um, stepping out or stepping into a position to help others when and learning at the same time. Cause I really was, I was growing as I was helping others. Mm -hmm. um, and then after a few years of that, I realized, you know, I being a coach an emotional resiliency coach would be awesome because um, women, there were women of my generation or older, mm -hmm. um, you know, we've put ourselves last. Everybody yeah. else comes first. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure everybody's taken care of. And then if there's time and you have enough energy, then you're going to do something nice for yourself. Yeah. And so it was. Uh, and how, how often do you have the time and energy? Right. Yeah. How often do I? Yeah. Well, then, right. How often yeah. do we, when we kind of buy right. into that idea? Right. And yeah. we get, we, the other thing that, that was very prominent to me was I was seeking 
the love from everybody outside of me. It was my biological father, my, my biological father's responsibility to love me. It was those stepfather's responsibility to love me. It was my mom to love me enough to keep us safe, right? There was all these people that were supposed to love me that didn't. And through that journey, what I recognized and learned was I need to love myself. Mm. Nobody, it's nobody's job to love me. That's my job. And how did you, how did you learn how to do that? How did you learn how to love yourself? That took some time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lie. It took a while. Um, Louise Hay's book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life. She's the, you know, the queen of um, affirmations and her signature affirmation is, yep, absolutely. Um, I love and accept myself exactly as I am. And I looked in the mirror because she highly suggests you look in the mirror and say that. Mm -hmm. And it was the whole package I looked at. And I was like, I don't, I don't love myself because of the choices I made because I didn't use my voice and stand up. Mm. Um, I, you know, allowed these people to do things to me. So it was, it wasn't, I couldn't believe it. You know, I couldn't believe those words I was saying. So, uh, I gave myself a choice. I said, I can choose to love myself. Mm. And I started with this little tiny, you know, the little pocket mirrors, purse Mm -hmm. mirrors. Yeah. I could only see my eyes. Oh, that's a brilliant idea, Amy. I love that. Yeah. I could only see my eyes because I learned that, you know, when we're looking in our eyes, that's I'm talking to my spirit. I didn't want to see all of the external and the whole emotional baggage. So I looked in that mirror and I, I said, you know, I choose, I can choose to love myself. Mm. And I would say that until I could feel into it Mm. and get to a point where I could actually look in that little mirror and say, I love you. Oh, and then I would graduate to the, you know, the makeup mirrors. Mm. So now I see my whole face. Mm-hmm. So this was a process. So it went from yeah. the makeup mirror to the medicine cabinet mirror. Yeah. To the mirror above the um, sink. Yeah. Right. So now I'm getting more of a visual and then a full length mirror. Wow. And then actually stand in full, front of that full length mirror naked. And wow. just say, I love you. So it was, it was a quite the process for sure. <laughs> How long did that take you? <laughs> oh, months. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I want to unpack that a bit, Amy, because I think that that's such a, such a powerful strategy and there's so much there, right? So when we start to do that mirror work and that affirmation work and the, and the affirmations over time, what it does is it actually starts to reprogram our subconscious mind, right? And everything's, everything's happening in the subconscious. So when we, when we maybe start to do it and noticing, okay, I'm going to try it with the full mirror, we're going to notice what that response is, right? We're going to have a response or reaction to that. And so to, if, if there's a very strong negative response, right, then to be able to actually slack off the pressure a bit and start with something that feels safer. 
Right. And when we start with, with like, and like the pocket mirror, when we start with something that feels safer, we're actually starting to relax our nervous system a little bit so that it actually is going to integrate more effectively. So I love that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's great. Um, and we also look at, we, when we look in a big, bigger mirror to begin with, we pick ourselves apart. Yeah. And that of course is not loving yourself when you mm-hmm. gosh, look at this lump here and look at that roll there and look at these wrinkles and, and you start picking yourself apart. Um, we want to redirect that into loving ourselves, And so that's why it was such a process to be able to go just from my eyes to the full body, because I wasn't accepting yeah. based on the stories I was telling myself. Right. Yeah. So the violation, uh, the lack of boundaries, the lack of voice. So, um, yeah, that process took quite some time for me. Hmm. And so yeah. how, as you navigated that process, when did your actions start to be in alignment with what you were saying to yourself? When did you start to actually like act in a way that said, I love myself? When I'm, when I'm actually, well, when I was aware of energy, Mm -hmm. I was more aware of energy and how strong it is and how we contribute our own energetic vibration is emanating out from us Mm -hmm. and that I'm impacting my environment and the people around me that when I was stepping into doing um, one-on-one sessions, I had to be very mindful that my energy was in a good space because I'm going to be in the space of somebody else's energy very intimately. Yeah. And if I'm bringing with me some chaotic energy, they're going to pick that up and then the session's not going to be beneficial for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So this would Mm -hmm. make me very aware of energy when I was, when I started that. And so did you start and and yes, 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 to all of that. Absolutely. One million percent, right? That we and especially when we're working in a in a coaching or supportive capacity or in groups, we actually start to get into like a resonance and energetic resonance with each other. And so, so being really mindful of our own and as as a as coach and you're a coach as well, being really mindful of our own energy and our own energetic boundaries. And then also, you know, what is it that we're modeling and or vibrating, right? What's what's the yeah. vibration that we're putting out there? Because people will pick up on that. Yeah. So I learned um what an empath was. So, you know, somebody who is very energetically um receptive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this when I was very young, uh, I come from a big family. So when we would all get together, you know, I'd play for a while, I'd be around everybody, but then there would be a moment when I would go off by myself mm-hmm. for a few minutes and just, just be by myself. I didn't know what I was doing, yeah. but now I know I was just kind of regrouping, getting more grounded. Yeah. And then I would go back into the group of people. Yeah. So um, I, being an empath and learning to be an observer of energy and not an absorber. Ooh. Yeah. So I we love want that. to observe. 
Yeah. And that's an impasse. So what I do is I call in Archangel Michael to surround me in a blue bubble of light mm-hmm. to help me maintain my energy because that's what I'm responsible for. Mm. And to not absorb the energies of any entity seen or unseen, which means, um, you know, my mom lives in Texas. I could, even though I, I'm not, that's the unseen. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. the crazy spirit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we can still pick up on that too. But, you know, getting wrapped up in the energy of drama of your family members yeah. or friends that aren't immediately in your environment. Mm. So um, as an empath and very sensitive to energy, um, I, I teach to, to do an inventory check of yourself mm. before you step out into the energy of anybody in, in your home. Mm. Um, so it's how are, you, how are you doing mentally? What kind of stories are you telling yourself? Where's your mindset? Mm. How are you feeling emotionally? Are you in the lower vibrational emotions? Or are you feeling pretty good that day? How are you feeling physically? How does my physical body feel to me? Is there mm-hmm. any aches or pains, discomforts? Um, like right now, I kind of got a scratchy throat. So I'm mm-hmm. very aware of that. Wow. Um, and how am I doing spiritually? How's my spiritual connection today? Am I grounded? Am I grounded with the earth, with the heavens? Am I, mm-hmm. um, you know, how's my energy? So that's, you know, inventory those four topics. Because when I step out of my home or out of a room into the people that are in the environment, so it could be my husband or the neighbor, or if I go to the grocery store, I know how I'm doing. Because I can sense my main thing is um, sensing physical issues. Mm. So that's something I have to have, be very aware of is how my body feels. Yeah, because when I step into somebody else's energy, if you're having lower back pain, I'm going to feel it. Mm. And, and so I've had that happen. I had to learn that when I started doing the energy work early yeah. in my 30s. I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. I was feeling good. <laughs> and now my body hurts. I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? <laughs> right, right. And, so. and so, so Amy, what, um, you know, what, advice would you have for for women who are starting out on that journey of really developing self love of learning, okay, well, what, what does feel good to me in the world? What would I love? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What would you suggest? Or what would you offer to them? In terms of some advice or strategies? Okay, mindset, for sure, it always starts in mindset when we have the thoughts, it, it, um, the emotion follows. Mm -hmm. So we got to change that self-talk and those affirmations are amazing. Some people, like I didn't, I did not resonate with the affirmations in the beginning because they, I just didn't believe what was being offered to me, the verbiage Mm -hmm. that was being offered. So that's where I, I pay, I took the words choose and allow, Mm -hmm. and I'll reframe the affirmation. So again, it gives me a choice Mm -hmm. and then I want to choose what feels better. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I can choose to love myself. Well, the opposite of that is I'm not going to love myself and that doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. So um, just a soften uh, a statement, uh, affirmation, a mantra that you can say 300, 500, a thousand times a day. Mm. And it's really during those times where we have stagnant 
uh, time, like doing the dishes or laundry mm-hmm. or driving, you know, putting, you know, doing your hair, those moments when our minds as women, our minds are just yeah. going with all yeah. our things we have to do. Yeah. 20 um, browsers open. <laughs> yeah. It's in those moments that you just say that mantra affirmation over and over and over and over again. Mm. And like you said, it starts reprogramming the files in our brain mm-hmm. and we start believing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then also be sure to make an appointment with yourself, whether it's once a week or three times a week, make an appointment to do some kind of self-care. Mm. If it's going to go, if it's going for a walk or having that bubble bath or reading a good book or watching a funny movie, doing something that's going to lift your vibration um, mm. up out of that, that lower. So check this out. I love this lower vibrational emotions. LVE needs a little love to get you up in some higher vibrations. Oh, so. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing my book recently and I wrote that out. I was like, oh, this is genius. <laughs> that is genius. I love that. I love that. And so Amy, where can people connect with you if they would love to work with you or find out more about what you do? Sure. My website is Amy Wade, A-M-I-E. W-A-D-E dot com. Um, my email is support at Amy Wade. I'm also do most, I also do most of my stuff on Facebook. So it's um, Amy Wade dash emotional resiliency coach. Okay. And so for my listeners, as always, I will link to those in the show notes and you'll be able to, to find Amy's information there. And so Amy, I feel like we could go on for like another hour. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, there's like so much of what you're sharing. I'm like, ooh, this and that and that and that. And and so I just, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story, for those really concrete strategies that my listeners can use right away. And so go out, get a mirror say that affirmation, a little pocket mirror. Yeah, right. Like what feels good to you. And you can start that right here right now. And so Amy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all my listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And to all my listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. You know that I love you. I adore you. You are amazing. You are doing good things. You've got this. And I believe in you. 